2: If you need a break from the everyday same old, same old, we want to be your home away from home. With comfortable rooms, a great breakfast, and a super fun indoor water park, the Wingate of Missoula is the ideal place for a quick getaway without having to go away. Let us give your family a little quality time together or ask us about our birthday parties. Work like an adult, play like a child, and sleep like a baby at the Wingate of Missoula.
0: Hey there, welcome back. It is Nuanez now. I am Coulter Nuanez. And we're broadcasting to you live from the ESPN studio right here in Missoula, Montana at the Missoula Broadcasting Company on 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, catch up with it on the podcast. podcast is proudly presented by the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, as well as Blackfoot Communications. You can find it on all your various podcast hosting platforms. Or you can just go to 1029ESPN.com and click on the podcast tab. Please rate, review, subscribe, all those good things. If you want to give us a call, you have feedback for the show, you want to shoot us a text, it's easy, four zero six three six one three six eight eight. 361 3688 That's 361-3688. All guests, join us via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. Time for a little bit of Big Sky men's hoops now. Crystal Redpath stopped by for a round the Big Sky and Big Sky women's hoops uh, earlier in the show. Now we're going to get into some men's action. The Montana men are at Portland State. That game tips at 8 p.m. It's a West Coast game, so it's 7 p.m. local time, 8 p.m. here. And uh, Montana State, they are at Weaver State. Now, that's the game of the week in the Big Sky. That's the series of the weekend in the Big Sky Conference. Montana State taking their 6-0 record on the road to Ogden, Utah, to take on the Wildcats. We'll hear from Travis DeCure, head coach from the University of Montana men's basketball team, and Danny Sprinkle, head coach for the Montana State Bobcats, here in just a minute. But let's take a look real quick at the Big Sky Conference standings. It's all over the place in terms of numbers of games played. So these are in order based on win percentage, not number of wins. Montana State sits alone in first place right now. They are 6-0. and They're the only team without a league loss. Southern Utah sitting there in second at six and two. There are two league losses. One was to Eastern Washington, and one was to or excuse me, one was to Weber State. So the Thunderbirds, they already played Montana and swept them. They got their games against Montana State canceled. They split with Eastern Washington. They split with Weber State. So should be pretty smooth sailing for the Thunderbirds after this because they already got a lot of the other best teams in the league in the rear view, and getting those MSU games canceled uh, could actually be advantageous for the Thunderbirds. Eastern Washington, they're 5-2 in league play. They have the split with Southern Utah as well. Eastern had some cancellations early, but they seem to get back on track. Weber State, who hosts Montana State tonight, they are 4-2 in league play. They've had some games canceled as well, but they also still have to play Um, Montana, Montana State, and Eastern Washington, not in that order. It goes Montana State, Montana, Eastern Washington. So proving time for the next three weekends for Weber State. Uh, But they're a really talented team, and and they've added some pretty intriguing pieces, particularly from the transfer pool uh, that has them back on track. They had a couple down years, which is a rare thing to say at Weber State. You know, When you take it in totality, the history of the Big Sky Conference dating all the way back to 1963, Weaver State has uh, the most championships and the most NBA players by a long shot. And even in this decade, one that Montana has had an upper hand in pretty, against pretty much everybody. Weaver State's been pretty darn good, too. I mean, they've had teams that feature Damian Lillard. That's a good start. But also Joe Ball Jeremy Senglin. They've been to the tournament a couple times. But the last couple years, they've been – in the upper half of the league but have not been towards the top. And so that's been interesting to see cuz Ray Ray is a hell of a coach and he's a great recruiter too. So now they got some guys that can they can play and they got a little bit older because of the transfer wire as well. Idaho State sitting alone in fifth place, they're 5 and 3 in league play. Sac State is alone in sixth place at 4 and 4 in conference. Then you got Northern Colorado at 5 and 6, Northern Arizona at 4 and 6. Montana at 3 and 5, Portland State at 2 and 4, and Idaho at 0 and 10 in league play. Five questions here before we get to Travis DeKeur. One, do you believe in the Montana State Bobcats? I do. I don't know if I believe in them as a league title contender, but I do believe in Montana State as definitely a legitimate contender in the Big Sky conference. I think they got great personnel, and you know what I think Montana State's got that's better than anybody else in the league. I think they got great roster construction. They got pieces that fit together. They got a couple athletic guards, and Xavier Bishop and Amin Adamu, who can just race to the rim. They're super, super explosive, and uh they're really hard to guard. They're also great defensively. What they lack in shooting, Mahontan well, State makes up for in shooting with guys like Tyler Patterson and Nick Gazilas. They also have a stretch four guy who is a unique player. Uh, Abdul Muhammad is he is uh an atypical player for the Big Sky Conference. He's not lighting it up statistically. Most people that are listening right now probably have not heard of him, but he's really, really good defending the perimeter. I mean, he's a true 6'9 guy who can stretch the floor. He's a stretch four who can shoot it. He can run rim to rim, but he's really, really good perimeter, perimeter defense-wise. And then Montana State has a variety of big guys led by Jabril Bello, who's one of the best in the league as well. You heard about Randy Ray, Ray talk about him earlier on in the week on New On Is Now. Okay, question number two, do we have a gauge on Eastern Washington? Well, I watched him against Sac State this last weekend. They played a Sunday-Monday doubleheader. And, uh, you know, Jacob Davidson is is playing okay, but he's definitely not living up to that preseason MVP hype. I think a lot of the pressure that he was receiving is weighing on him a little bit, but also I think that just losing Mason Peatling from last year has had – Jacob Davidson would be on top of the scouting report. So he's playing fine, but maybe not that MVP level. Tanner Groves is probably the most improved player in the league, so I think Eastern Washington. Uh, they're getting there, but they don't look like this overwhelming favorite to me like a lot of the, the pollsters and the voters thought coming into this um, this season. Who's the biggest anomaly in the league? Well, I think of this—the the league itself is an anomaly right now because of the sporadic nature of the scheduling and just where everybody's at in terms of, Uh, Coalescing, I think that there's some teams that have talent that haven't clicked, like Portland State. If you watch the games tonight, especially the Montana game at Portland State, you'll see a team that just has a ton of athletes. I mean, Portland State has a couple guys that have more length and athleticism than anybody in the whole league. So you're sitting there thinking, why are they in second to last place? Well, I think it's just because they're behind the eight ball in terms of... um, Coming together, finding chemistry, uh, finding continuity, and all that. Speaking of Portland State, Montana plays at Portland State tonight. 8 p.m. tip here in Missoula. You can find it on Pluto TV. Travis DeKear had a Zoom call earlier this week. You'll find questions from me, Colter Nuwana's, right here on Nuanas Now, as well as questions from Jordan Hanson, the Missoulian, and Kyle Hansen from MontanaSports.com. Next up, we'll hear from University of Montana head men's basketball coach Travis Takir. His team traveling to Portland State to take on the Vikings for a two-game set Thursday and Saturday. Jordan Hansen from the Missoulian, Kyle Hansen from Montana Sports both joining on the
1: call as well, so you hear questions from them too. We're in a good place. Uh, I, I think we've been playing better each week. Um are growing up a little bit. Unfortunately, not showing up on the on the win-loss column, column, win column, like we would like. Um, but but I think we're doing a better job of finishing some ball games. And if we continue with with the progress, we'll be where we want to be um, for for the the late stretch of conference. Um, anyone can beat anyone. We're seeing that right. Just a lot of splits. Um, you know, with the exception of Montana State, everyone's, you know, got a couple of losses here and there, whether it's at home or on the road. Uh, so it would be exciting to see how this thing finishes up before we get to the conference tournament. And we'd like to, at some point in time, heat up and, and, and find ourselves in the mix. Uh, and I know we're very capable of that. We just start playing that way and performing that way a little more consistently. Obviously, we had some time off last week, so that can be conducive to being fresh and energetic and excited about the opportunity to go out and compete. So guys are ready to go. We had a good couple practices leading up uh, to tomorrow's game, and we're looking forward to an opportunity.
0: Given the time off, trap did you get anything extra done? I mean, was it? I know it was disappointing to not play the games, but could you get some work done? Maybe you couldn't get done without having to play games?
1: No, because that, that, that time was spent in isolation. Oh, right, right. So we, we, we weren't in the gym. We, we didn't get extra practices in or anything like that. Um, but, I, you know, I, I think this time of year, with the guys have been through, what all these kids have been through, these young men have been through nationally, uh, it's not a bad time actually to refresh your mind a little bit and uh, maybe hit a reset button. So hopefully we, we were able to do that and can see some positives coming out of it.
0: We're, we're getting to the point now where uh, everybody in the league has had some sort of cancellations well, in fact, you think that's had because it seems, you know, you, you sometimes you miss certain teams that maybe are our teams that could knock certain other teams off. So, I mean, what do you think of just the way that it's impacting the overall, uh, standings?
1: I don't know that it's affected the standings, the cancellations as much as just teams being in and out of rhythm for a lot of reasons. I, I think right now through the pandemic, um, it's just the, the circumstances have been advantageous to the teams that refer, return uh, a large nucleus of, of players that were on the floor for them last year or the teams that are just older uh, and more mature and have um, handled the adversity a lot better than maybe the younger teams. And, and that's what I see nationally, not just in our conference.
0: Last one for me, I'll, I'll let somebody else go. Portland State, they have – Good size, but also they like to speed you up, they press you. So what do you think of just the overall matchup, given the fact that you do have young guards, but it seems like you guys have some length to maybe match their length up front as well?
1: They excel in chaos. And, and pressure teams, that's what they do. They create chaos, and, and put you in unfamiliar territory because if you don't play that style, you really don't have the ability to prepare for it because you can't emulate it in practice. Um, and so they force the turnovers. They create extra opportunities for themselves whether that's steal, a deflection, uh, or, or an offensive rebound. Um, and it's an adverse situation that you typically are in. And so ball handling, extra ball handlers on the floor, I think becomes advantageous to a team like ours playing three guards. Uh, but, you know, it, it also affects our ability to put the length on the floor. And so we'll see, you know, what lineups work the best and who shows up and is ready to compete. Uh, but we do have a lot of different – um, types of lines we can go to to find advantages uh, versus their style of play, but at the end of the day, we got to play our game, and, and I think we're capable of doing that.
3: Travis, after the Sac State games, just you know, those being the most recent games,
0: you know, it felt like there were some improvements. You had guys like Eddie and Mac who pretty much had a career weekend trip um, for the two of them. Just what did you like from those last two games, and did you feel maybe you guys turned a little bit of a corner in terms of that growing up and you know, just seeing what guys can bring to the floor?
1: Um, I I think we've slowly but surely been turning the corner since our first game. In in all honesty, I think we've been improving. I think we've been finding new lineups, new rotations. Um, guys have been available or not available, right? Robbie Beasley misses early. Um, DJ has missed late. And so guys have different people have had different opportunities, but a lot of that has to do with who we're playing too, you know, in in max opportunity, a lot of that had to do with matchups and, and he showed up. Right, Um, Where we were mentally as a team provided Eddie an opportunity to start. Um, But there were some guys that stepped up and played very well through those circumstances. And so I I think we'll continue to look at different things until something sticks. But, um, yeah, I, I, I do feel like we're turning the corner. I think we have more confidence right now than we had maybe a month ago, and that's the biggest thing for us.
4: You know, you kind of touched on it, too. Just kind of, you know, no one wants to lose
0: games. You guys were one of seven teams in men's basketball that didn't lose a game and then unfortunately lost the rivalry series. But, you know, in maybe looking at a brighter side, did it feel like a nice little refreshment, maybe get a couple days off where people could kind of, you know, take a breather? Is that kind of how you
3: maybe viewed some of that time off?
1: Control what you can control. right? make the most out of every situation that you're in, and, and I think, yes, that – we took the time to hit the reset button because that was really the only option we had. But I think that is a positive because we have a group that has been through a lot. I mean, if you look at, I mean, how many points have we lost by total in conference? And, and so that's emotional uh, in, in, in terms of um, the roller coaster ride that's been presented to us. And, and And so sometimes you need some time to step away from that and think about how that happened. How can you change that in the future? And it's a lot harder to do um, in in a live scenario in practice than it is maybe just some time to yourself. So I think we came back fresh. I think where we are mentally right now is a lot different than when we were prior to the shutdown. And and so I think it is advantageous to us.
0: You are listening to University of Montana, seventh-year head men's basketball coach Travis DeKear. His team plays at Portland State tonight and Saturday afternoon.
3: Travis, I'm not sure how much you can talk about this or um, what, but I, I was under the impression that some members in the athletic department, you know, had started to possibly get the vaccine, and I mean, obviously, that's got to be, um, if true, that you know, that, that has to be pretty exciting. I, I, I would assume.
1: Um, yes and no. I, you know, I'm not 100 percent sure what that does. You know, I, I, I think the results of the vaccination um, will be more positive as. More people in the country are vaccinated, right? And when it's a small percentage, um, I, I don't know how much that impacts everything. But you know, for us, um, with the, the the state of Montana, Missoula County, more specifically, going into Phase One B, which is identifying minorities as a high risk and high risk, um, I, I think that that was huge because. I don't know when in my life, in my 50 years, I've experienced someone identifying minorities at risk and wanting to do something about that. And one of the stats that jumped out to me is that Native Americans or people of color, not Native American, if you add the totals in terms of the deaths from COVID in the state of Montana, it's 40%. And I don't know what percentage of the population that is, What probably less than 10. So I I think when you look at a a county that wants to address that in terms of safety, um, it's a rarity. And and so for the few guys that were able to go take advantage of that, I I think that, yes, it is impactful in terms of where we are as a state and where we are as a county, um, as opposed to where we are as a country. Um, And so I'm grateful that the University of Montana has been able to play a role in that. Thank you. No questions, Sean. You just saw me, so you're out of it.
3: I, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm kind of. I got a lot going on right now. Hopped on a little bit late, so I don't. I don't know what I missed or not. But
1: guys are excited to play ball. We, you know, it's an opportunity. Every 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 game is an opportunity. I think for us, the biggest thing is when you find out everyone in our group's negative, everyone in their group's negative. We know we're playing, and and so there's also a level of excitement to get just to get through the Wednesday to get to that point. Um, so these guys are fired up about getting on the bus and going down and competing. Trav, I guess I'll ask,
0: um, and just going back to like when I played and stuff, I remember like if if there was like bad weather and we'd worried about the game getting canceled, like I'd have like an anxiety of like whether or not we're going to play. And that was kind of hard to deal with mentally. What is it? Was there, is there kind of been like the season, like that anxiety of like, man, I don't know if we're going to be able to play and things like that. Now that you've gone through it, does that kind of like, I don't know, ease the burden a little bit moving forward? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think we had that earlier. You no, know, I, I think late November, early December was like that because the teams we were traveling to would test us the day of the morning of the game. And so you, you didn't know. We, we'd been walked through, shoot around, and still not sure we were going to play. So that anxiety was taking place. And then I think once we got into conference, we had a good stretch where none of our games had been canceled. So I think our guys started getting complacent about that. So to have that happen last week, um, I I think it had a negative impact for a couple of days. The biggest thing really is, is isolation more so than whether you're going to play a game or not. It's, are we going to go into isolation and, and, and because that has a, a much larger impact than a cancellation of a game.
0: I'll ask you one more, Travis. I know that, uh, a lot of times your guys get an opportunity to go play quote unquote back home. And, uh, it's rare that there's an Oregon guy in your team. You haven't had a lot of Oregon guys, but now Cam Parker being an Oregon guy, interviewed him the other day. I know he's excited. Obviously, nobody can really come watch him, but he said he's hoping his mom brings him a, a home-cooked meal to the bus or something. So, I mean, but just him being a, getting a chance to play in Portland, what, what do you think, what do you hope that's like for him?
1: Sometimes it's just being home. Um, I, I know, you know, when I used to play, anytime we popped into Seattle or even Portland, just in the Northwest in general, there was a level of confidence I had going into that game that was above and beyond any other game we ever played just because I was home. And and so I hope that that is the feeling that Cam Parker has, is, is, is being in his home city, um, just breathing in that Northwest fresh air that he feels, you know, a little more energy, a little more confident going into the game. And we see the results of that. So there you go. And
0: great tease for a little bit later on here about, oh, I'd say 10, maybe 12 minutes. Cam Parker can swing by the show and join us. He is from Oregon. He grew up in Beaverton, right outside of Portland there. transfer from Sacred Heart. But uh, great kid. He was actually even lobbying to maybe be the co-host when we were talking a little bit off the record. He's a journalism major. Great talker. So that'd be fun. Here's Nuanez now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Statewide, SWX Montana Television marching through a whole bunch of basketball coverage for you. That was Travis Takeer, the head coach for the Montana Grizzlies. Montana State, they're also on the road. They're playing at Weber State. We go down to the Rangage Brothers RV phone line as we do each and every week for a weekly sp- segment with Montana State. Second-year head headbends basketball coach Danny Sprinkle. And, Coach, we've talked to you... Every week, but we haven't actually got to watch your team play for a little while. Last week, the unfortunate cancellations of the rivalry games with the University of Montana. But is there any silver lining here? Did you get some extra practice time in? I mean, how's your team doing?
3: Uh, they're doing good. You know, we we did get a couple of days. I gave them a couple of days off. They're pretty, you know, they're pretty disappointed, and I knew we weren't going to get much out of them mentally. And so, you know, it was, took a couple of days off, and then we got back after it, and uh, we know we got a. You know, we had to turn the page really quick because we got a super talented Weber State team uh, that's got a bunch of new guys, and they're they are they're good, they're big, they're athletic, they're physical, and, and uh, you know, we definitely got our work cut out for us.
0: No use dwelling on the past, so we won't even talk about any of the cancellations. We're here to make yeah. people happy, keep them entertained. <laughs> that's so right. let's talk about all the things that are going to happen. And you mentioned Weber State. You start with Weber State. You go to Ogden this weekend, and it seems like Weber, to me, looks a lot different than they did the last couple of years, and that's mainly because the main man who had the ball in his hands for pretty much the duration of the last three seasons and Jerry Carding is no longer there. When you look at Weber State, how do they look different to you, Coach?
3: Yeah, I mean, they're completely different. Obviously, I only saw them last year, and uh, I mean, I want to say, you know, they got like nine new players, you know. they They had, you know, they they flipped their roster and uh, their assistant coaches did an unbelievable job of it. You know, you look at their five leading scores are five brand new players, and uh, you know so they they hit the recruiting trail and they brought in some big transfers uh, that can really score it, and they got grown men bodies, and uh, you know it's it's a, it's a whole different team than it was than Weber State was last year.
0: Leading scorer Isaiah Brown. He's one of the leading scorers in the Big Sky Conference. He's averaging 18.5 points per game. He's a transfer from Northwestern. I know that he had a lot of ties from around the region. He's a guy that's from Seattle. I know that he was in the mix to maybe come to Montana for a minute, but he lands at Weber State with Randy Ray, and uh, he's been doing it in a lot of different ways. But, Coach, just give us the breakdown. What's the scout on Isaiah Brown? Yeah,
3: he he's super aggressive with the ball. Uh, he can really, really shoot it. He's you know, he just he, he's like a lot of the good guards in this league like he's just he, he's always got the ball in his hand so he's coming off ball screens he can catch and shoot he can hit step backs you know he's he's one of those guys who's going to take a lot of shots and you have to you have to hope that he's missing them you know you got to try and make it as tough as possible on him and make him take tough contested jump shots and and hope they don't go in <laughs> you know because he's he, he's that good obviously you know he's averaging almost 18 a game on the year and you know I mean he's taken almost you know almost forty more shots than kind of their next leading shot taker, and so he's definitely a key um but he is hard to guard because he's got the ball in his hands, and so um you know it's not like he's a a straight wing where you know you can deny him at times or you know limit his touches you know because he's just he's that good of a player.
0: Zaire Porter, the other one that's really been lighting it up. Uh, he's he's been having a great season so far for Weber as well, coming in about fifteen points per game in conference play. So how do those two guys complement each other, Coach? And what do you think of the matchup with your outstanding backcourt led by Xavier Bishop and, and Aminadamu Adamu uh, going against these guys that are among one of the best backcourts in the league as well?
3: Yeah, I mean, uh Zaire's been he's been terrific. You know, he's really, really shooting the ball. Uh, you know, well, almost shooting 50% from three on the year, 86 from the free throw line. And so he, and he's kind of added a kind of a long athletic wing, uh, to their group. You know, and he's he's another guy who's always in attack mode. You know, sometimes you think he's taking a crazy shot, but he makes them. And, uh, you know, so he, he's dangerous and they're, they're playing really fast. You know I mean? They're, you know, I think they're top 10 in the country in scoring and, uh, you know a lot it, a big portion of that is is their two guards you know and matching up with them too you know it's going it to be a challenge for our guys you know i mean they're they're bigger uh than our two guys and and uh you know i mean we got to we got to find ways to you know create some offense with you know Xavier and Almond you know with those guys guard we need to make those guys guard too you know as good as they are offensively you know they're they're solid defensive players too and we need to we need to make them work and and uh hopefully get those two in foul trouble
0: Danny Sprinkle joining us. He's the head coach for the Montana State men's basketball team. His team is in Ogden, Utah, to take on the Weber State Wildcats. And Coach Randy Ray has been at Weber State for uh, a really long time, pretty much the duration of my time covering the league, and I'm getting to be old now. So Coach Ray, he's definitely uh, one of the longest tenured coaches, not just in the Big Sky, but in the West. How would you just describe the program Weber State runs? It seems like every time you go watch Weber State, they're they're crisp, they execute well, they're well coached. How, why is that? Or I guess how would you just describe the the way that they operate?
3: That's just that's just who Randy is. You know, he's he's a no nonsense. You know, this is how we're going to do it, and this is how we're going to win, and his track record proves it. when he was an assistant coach, whether he's at Colorado State, whether he's at Utah State, when they were rolling to the head coach at Weber, you know, and that's why, you know, a lot of other division one schools have reached out and tried to tried to hire him, you know, cause he's, he's that good of a coach. And, uh, you know, obviously he's done a tremendous job and been super successful in his time at Weber state. You know, you look at it though, like they've recruited really well, you know, and that's, that's, that's the main key. He always has really, really good players and he gets those players to play tough, to play physical, to make winning plays. And, you know, offensively they're always a problem to guard. You know, they you know, whether it's Jared Harding, Cody John, Damian Litt, like you can go down the list. Um, you know, and he's just he's always got really good guards, but they defend and rebound. You know, they always defend and rebound, no matter who he has, no matter how talented they are, and that's why they're successful.
0: Questions about going on the road and, and home court advantage and all those things are, are distinctly different this year, but I do think that there's a certain element of it because the travel is so much more tenuous now just with the, the state, state of affairs around the world. But also, you're going to be playing in an arena that normally has... Thousands and thousands and thousands of fans in it. It's not only they're not only one of the great drawers in the entire league, but also playing perhaps the biggest arena in the Big Sky Conference. But this time around, not going to be very many people there. So, what do you expect that dynamic to be like, Coach? Just adjusting to playing uh, on Weber State's home court.
3: Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I'm going to miss their fans. I love going to Weber. I did as a player. I, you know, even last year. You know, now the one thing I I will miss a lot is. They have a super fan named Justin Woodlands who's tremendous because he just harasses you the whole game. He sits right behind the opponent's bench, and, you know, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna miss him. And I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up in the game. So, you know? but he'll uh, fight his way you know, in for sure. Exactly. But they have a tremendous home court advantage down there. It's a, it's a tremendous arena, and uh, you know it, it's a typical big sky environment too. I mean, it's like going to Montana. You know, like it, you know that that's what's fun about you know this league.
4: Coach,
0: we get you out of here on this. What are the keys this weekend for your team? What sort of improvements do you hope to see? And what will be the keys if you guys are to, to remain undefeated at Big Sky Conference play?
3: Yeah, we got to be really solid with the ball. We got to limit our turnovers. We got we got to take good shots and we need to we need to make them guard. You know, we we do need to make it a possession game. Uh they are a high-octane offense and if you let them get steals and get easy points in transition, you know you're going to be in for a long night, and so we got to, we got to, we got to make our defense better by our offense being good and uh, and being solid with the ball. And so, and then it comes down to you know the last couple of minutes. You know, you know, you got to make some shots, you got to make some big plays, and get some stops. And and uh, you know, hopefully we're able to do that on Thursday.
0: He's Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach. He joins us each week on Nuanez now. And coach, best of luck, safe travels, and we'll catch up with you next week. You got it, buddy. Thanks, man. Good seeing you. Nuwana is now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula. And stay wide, SWX Montana Television, Montana State head men's basketball coach, Danny Sprinkle. He joins us each and every Thursday. So stay tuned for that in the future. What if there was a place where you could walk in, get physical therapy, pay a flat fee, and feel better? Well, there is. It's Physiotrek, Missoula's only walk-in physical therapy office. Physiotrek offers physical therapy on your time with a flat fee so you can feel better faster. No need for referrals or insurance. Just go to physiotrek.com, book your appointment, and feel better today. You know you've been wanting to try dry needling or see if more specific stretches would help you. You can do that now at Physiotrek. Visit physiotrek.com or book an in-clinic or telehealth appointment today. That's physiotrek.com. Cam Parker, University of Montana men's basketball guard joins us right after this.
2: to more
0: hey there newana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula statewide SWX Montana television if you want to find us online it's easy 1029 espn.com Facebook backslash ESPN Missoula. Go check out our Facebook page. we got a couple cool things up there. Right now, we're doing a promotion. We're going to get uh, the visual element of this for all our great TV listeners and viewers here momentarily. But uh, if you want to look at it and you're listening on the radio, go to our Facebook page or go to rbagley3.com. We had a painting commission for the Grizz Greats podcast series that's a sweet painting. It's a painting of Dave Dickinson, Don Reed, and Andy Larson commemorating the 25th anniversary of Montana's 1995 National Championship. It has a a bunch of other cool elements like the goal post and the final score. You you just got to go look at it. It's an awesome painting. We have it available in prints and posters and t-shirts and sweatshirts. So go check out rbagley3.com or go to our Facebook page and just click on the link to get right through there. I'm going to be giving away one of the big prints. It's up to about a $500 value, what I'm going to be giving you. It's at frame of mind right now getting uh, framed up. So as soon as we get that back, we'll have the visual element. But uh, stay tuned for that. I'm going to give you more details as far as the giveaway goes here in a little while as well. But go check it out because you're going to want this painting. Whether you win it here on the show or you're going to buy yourself a version of the print or the poster, It's a fine art print. It's one of a kind. We're doing limited editions, so we're going to sell them until they're sold out. So go check it out right now, rbagley3.com, or on the Facebook page. You can just click through the link. We go now to Rangish Brothers RV phone line and welcome in, I guess we could call him a friend of the show, although this is an incredibly weird circumstance that we're in, Cam Parker. He's a junior guard for the University of Montana, and he's been on the show before, but I've never actually met this guy in person. But, Cam, thanks so much for always taking time for us. I know that this is a weird time in everybody's lives, and we look forward to meeting you in person, but glad to have you back on the show.
4: Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me.
0: So first of all, let's talk, the last time you were on the show, we were talking about you coming to Montana and uh, transferring from Sacred Heart and the, some of the things that you expected from, from the Grizz program and what you liked about the Grizz program. And now that you've been here for, oh, half a season and played 15 games for Montana, how does it compare to what your expectations are like and how's things going for you?
4: Uh, things have been going really well here, actually. Uh, I love the coaching staff here. I love all the players here. Uh, the facilities are really nice, even though we don't get to, you know, use all of them just because of COVID and stuff like that. But uh, everything's been really nice here so far. You know, the people and the, uh, the staff and the students that I've gotten to meet uh, since over my time here at the school has been really nice. So I like it a lot. And it hasn't been a lot of snow. And a lot of people have been telling me that it's supposed to be snowing all the time. And I've kind of caught a break. So uh, I like it a lot out here. It's really low-key and quiet, so it helps me stay focused with what I need to stay focused on.
0: If you're worried about the winter, you definitely caught it at a good time because this has definitely <laughs> been one of the calmest winters we've had in Montana in quite some time. But you mentioned all the things that go along with the pandemic. And at this, on this show, we try to not talk about this so much because uh, I think everybody comes here to get their minds off this stuff, have some fun, you know, just talk some sports, but I'm so interested in just the mental aspect for athletes. Uh, How's it been? I mean, it it must be in certain ways just mentally draining all the time.
4: Uh, Yeah, I would say it it, it was pretty hard at first just because we would have to get COVID tested uh, almost every day of the week, and then, you know, as just being in college, and you're not really allowed, you, we're not allowed to go out or we're not allowed to really see people or go to parties and stuff like that. And just, you know, being a transfer student from Sacred Heart, those are kind of the things you look forward to, like going to football games, you know, going out, seeing new people, you know, meeting new people and stuff like that. So, uh, it was hard at first, but then you realize, like, hey, would you rather go out or would you rather, you know, sacrifice uh, a couple months to be able to play a whole season and play basketball and then When you look at it like that, it's a lot easier just because basketball is number one. And uh, you're not trying to get people sick or anything like that. So uh, I've just been in my my apartment just watching TV shows, doing homework, and then working out when we have practice and lift. But it has been a little weird just being the only people in the weight room or always having to get our temperatures uh, taken and always getting COVID tests. I think I'm at my 60th COVID test right now. so. Yeah. yeah, but it, it got a lot easier. I hated it the first 10, but uh, the, these last these last 50 have been easy.
0: It's amazing. 60 COVID tests, unbelievable. Are, are yeah, you good at watching it? Have you gotten any, any good shows while you've just been chilling?
4: Uh, yeah, I actually uh, started watching uh, Your Honor. Uh, my parents uh, told me about it. It's on uh, Showtime. It's with uh, Brian Cranston, the dude from uh, Breaking Bad. So oh, very I, good. I very cool. That, that, well, at least that, at this point,
0: yeah. I, you know, I don't, I'm not one to advocate to watching TV that much, but at least there's a lot of good <laughs> stuff you can find on the Netflix and otherwise. Right. Camp Parker joined us. He's a guard for the University of Montana men's basketball team. And Montana has actually had – Quite a bit of time off. Uh, Unfortunately, last weekend, the rivalry games with Montana State called off, and so it sounds like no rescheduling on the horizon, but that's here nor there. Cam, is there any silver lining to the fact that you guys haven't played in a little while? I mean, have you guys been able to get some extra practice time in, or where do you think you guys are at as a team now, having not played since January 23rd?
4: Uh, I think probably the silver lining in it would be that we just had a couple of days off, uh, you know, before we were able to practice again. So just having that time to rest your bodies and then, uh, you know, catch up on schoolwork if you're behind. Also, the semester just started. But uh, if anything, just a little bit more rest for our bodies. We've been traveling a lot and those flights we have to wake up early for. So i will probably say that. How about
0: the, just the development of this team? It's been very interesting to watch. You guys brought a lot of new faces in. Uh, you have a lot of young players, a lot of guys that are new to the program. And it seemed like in the beginning of the year, particularly you the know, first 10, 12 games, a lot of things were in flux. Who, who's going to be playing what role? Who's going to be in the starting lineup and all that? But it seems like you guys have turned the corner at least a little bit in that element. So, I mean, do you feel that? Do you feel like you guys are gaining more continuity, more chemistry now?
4: Yeah, for for sure, I would say that. And, you know, just, just buying into just winning and not caring about, you know, the stats or who gets what or, you know, what happens or who gets the accolades. And Coach Trav, you know, he preaches that it's a team thing. We all have to do it together. And uh, in order to win championships, you know, 1 through 12 has to be locked in. It can't just be 1 through 5. And then the other couple guys, have a, you know, they're not getting the reps they want and stuff like that. But, I would always say practice is competitive, and we get along really well off the floor just because, uh, you know, we, we all really have to hang out with each other because we're not really seen as the students so we're not allowed to go out or anything like that. So this is probably the closest team I've been on uh, in high school at AAU and anything like that, college, just because of the circumstances, and it really forces you to – you know bonding and closer together and we have all new dudes so no one really knew each other besides you know the returners from last year so uh i i would say the camaraderie is getting better and you know we're we're really having a feel for how each other plays and stuff like that but uh, even even during the tough times it was never really any arguing between like inside the locker room or anything like that we're we're all really cool off the court and If anyone has a problem with anything, you know, we'll we'll say it and no one will get back for it or anything like that. So I I would say that's what I like the most about being on this team is everyone's just honest and we just do our work.
0: Nuwana is now 102.9 ESPN Missoula Statewide, SWX Montana Television. Cam Parker joining us on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. He's a guard for the Montana Grizzlies. And Cam, last time you guys took the court, Sacramento State, tough road trip. You guys have a great win on Thursday night and then a, uh, lose a heartbreaker in double OT. Uh, but you guys have lost so many games in close fashion in conference play. I think your five conference losses, you got a double overtime loss, you got a couple one-point losses, got a couple losses at the horn. Uh, so, I mean, how, how, do you, how do you stay positive? And uh, do you feel like you guys are just, I mean, you're knocking on the door, you're getting pretty close here as we get now into the heart of Big Sky Conference play?
4: Yeah, you know, we're really close, and those losses are heartbreaking because you play that whole game just to, just to you know, kind of lose on the final possession or the final couple possessions. So I would say that was hard for us at first, but it also uh, got us, like, together just because we did lose those close games. So it's really how we react and uh, get back after that. But I-, I would say we're all close, and we all, you know, watch film uh, every Monday. Those film sessions have been hard, like, those Monday film sessions have been hard like just because we know that we're right there and the game was right there for us. But, I, you know, I'd rather... I never want to lose, but if I were to lose, I'd rather lose at the start of the season and see what we could work on versus that start losing at the end of the season and we're going in a downhill-like spiral.
0: One thing that I'm told that I'm required to ask you is about transitioning <laughs> to the defensive end. I know that's a huge uh priority for drafts to cure uh but cop was telling me that uh you might get a good chuckle out of uh the way that they've been demanding of you to to really engage and and buckle down on your defensive side of the things
4: uh yeah i mean at first it it was super hard and it still is hard uh but those first couple weeks even those like first couple months when i got here uh they demanded a lot of me defensively, and practices were really hard. And, uh, you know, I thought they hated me for for a little while. Like, hey, this is not what it sounded like on the on the recruiting call. But uh, they do a really good job at, at keeping me, like, in pace or defense and knowing where to be and talking to each other and stuff like that. But definitely those first couple of months with uh, Coach Cobb, Coach Flo, all the coaches, Coach Trav especially, that, those are definitely the hardest, but I'm glad that I'm getting the hang of it right now. And, uh, you know, I needed to step up my defense as well. So I'm glad that they stayed on me and uh, kept me accountable.
0: Cam Parker joining us. He is a guard for the University of Montana men's basketball team. The last couple questions for you, Cam. First of all, I know you grew up in, in Oregon. I know you, you played sometime at Jesuit High School, powerhouse in Portland, but also then went to a prep school on the east coast as well but this week you guys are heading back to portland you guys are playing at portland state both thursday and saturday so for you uh, i think you're the only oregon guy on the roster so what's it going to be like for you going home
4: Uh, It's going to be a little weird this time just because of COVID and everything, and, you know, I'm not allowed to go home, and uh, our parents can come see us. Like, we played USC, and we have a lot of California natives, and it was kind of weird just because their families would just come to the lobby, and they would have their mask on, and, you know, they'd be talking to, you know, their sons. and. I'm, just with everything, how COVID is, uh, I'm excited to go back home, but it's not going to be the same just because it, it's not really a crowd at Portland State. Like, people aren't allowed to come, and my family's not allowed to come. So, it, it'll be cool to be in Portland, but I, I'm going to be a little sad that I can't go see my family or friends. I'm going to have to ask my mom to make me a home cooked meal and just bring it over in like a little uh, Tupperware.
0: No doubt, month. you I definitely got to get some mom's there, cooking guess. for sure. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Camp, last question for you, then, Portland State. I mean, they're, uh, they 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 kind of play this sporadic style. They love to press. They love to put pressure on you. So as a guy that's going to have the ball in your hands quite a bit here as one of Montana's primary ball handlers and primary guards, what's the mental approach to getting ready for this Vikings defense?
4: Um, I would say def- definitely staying disciplined, you know, definitely doing uh, using your ball, face, not uh, any crazy passes. Uh, this week we've been working a lot on uh, the press break and stuff like that. And I like that Coach Trav was a point guard. And, you know, he's seen the press before and he knows kind of what to do. So he's able to give, you know, me, Brandon Whitney, uh, Robbie Beasley, Josh Vasquez, guys that handle the ball like that, a lot of tips uh, for how to break the press and stuff like that. So I feel more ready than, you know, nervous or, or worried about it. And I know their press is really good. But, you know, we trust uh, in Coach securing. He's doing a really good job so far. So,
0: Cam Parker, University of Montana men's basketball team. They play against Portland State on both Thursday and Saturday. Cam, we really appreciate the time. Best of luck, and uh, we'll talk to you
4: soon. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure, even though you know, I haven't been in the studio or met you yet. Uh, it's always a pleasure.
0: Always a pleasure for us right here at ESPN Missoula as well. Cam Parker, great kid, great addition to the university of Montana came in as a transfer from sacred heart. thought he might be a starter, but he hasn't been a starter, but that doesn't mean he's not been playing starter minutes. He's still playing about 26 minutes a game and he's leading the big sky. And it's just a turnover ratio. And he's been great for the Montana. And I think that his acclamation to his role and the definition of his role has helped Montana get a little better here, uh, as of late. And, uh, I still think that I've, I've been very critical of this Grizz men's basketball team. But I think that the best is ahead of them. I think that they have a chance to really make some waves. And I think it starts this weekend with Portland State. If they can get a little bit of momentum coming into what is going to be a great stretch then, where they still have Eastern Washington coming up on the horizon and a couple other key matchups, I, I still think Montana is going to be right there in the mix in the Big Sky Conference. We live in this great state, so we can enjoy it. And if you're a business owner, you know how hard you work, sometimes at the expense of your own free time. That's where Black Bookkeeping and Consulting Services comes in. Black Bookkeeping and Consulting is a virtual bookkeeper that helps small businesses organize, maintain, and grow, which helps you keep your business running smoothly. And to give you more time to do things that you love, visit blackbookkeeping.com to schedule your free consultation today. We'll wrap it up. On New Now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula Statewide, SWX Montana Television right after this.
2: Hi, this is Kim from the Wingate in Missoula. If you need a break from the everyday same old, same old, we want to be your home away from home. With comfortable rooms, a great breakfast, and a super fun indoor water park, the Wingate of Missoula is the ideal place for a quick getaway without having to go away. Let us give your family a little quality time together or ask us about our birthday parties work like an adult play like a child and sleep like a baby at the Wingate of Missoula
1: yo
0: if you missed anything in the show check out the podcast it's easy all your podcasting platforms you know the drill you know how to do it rate review subscribe all those good things Podcast proudly presented by the Wingate, by Wyndham Hotel, as well as Blackfoot Communications. We're glad they have any time to wrap at you as we wrap up. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here. And if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes. And they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org. Or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore